International Baptist College is a dynamic ministry of Tri-City Baptist Church in Chandler. IBC offers three Bachelor of Arts degrees and four graduate degrees. The professors at IBC desire to teach students how to think, live, and lead from a conservative biblical worldview. Whether you are pursuing a degree or laying a biblical foundation for your life, IBC will mentor you into ministry. Please check out our website at ibconline.edu or call 1-800-IBC-4858 for more information. Now, I don't want to be cynical, okay? I don't think it helps Christians to be cynical. But I do think it does help Christians to be wise. And I do think it helps us, helps Christians to think through what people are saying. Celeste Montague. Welcome to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, featuring the teaching of senior pastor Dr. Kevin Shaw. Dare to Stand is on the radio to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to all who will listen, to carefully teach the truth of God's Word, and to encourage a healthy lifestyle of worshiping and honoring God. For more details about Dare to Stand or the ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church, please visit www.daretostand.org or call the church at 623-581-3115. You can receive a free MP3 copy of today's message or the entire series in MP3 format for a small fee by contacting the church. Today we continue our study in the book of Ezra as Dr. Shaw talks more about the opposition that rose up when God's people were returning to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. They still had enemies, and Dr. Shaw begins our time today by talking about the organized conspiracy that came against them in Ezra's day. Let's listen. Here's Dr. Kevin Shaw with part three of a message called, When the Enemy Attacks. Then they hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Now, I often wonder, what were these? They they, they hired outside contractors, counselors. By the way, this is a conspiracy. Say, what is a conspiracy? When a group of people work together to accomplish a task here. And so here's what you do have. They are opposed. They're try- they tried to join. That didn't work. They tried to intimidate, make them afraid, and make them stop. Because, you know, if you just intimidate, sometimes people just buckle and they'll quit. But they didn't quit. And so now they're hiring counselors. Um, some people believe this is lawyers. I don't want to say unkind things about lawyers. But oftentimes the counsel, the people that you hire are the types of people to say, let's look into the legal aspects and see if we can find some sort of loophole in the law or something in the law that can make them stop. Let's, you know, let's take a look at the building codes and let's go back and look at, you know, let's find something that can help to make them stop. Uh, and so they did. 
the Howard counselors, a conspiracy. While we do not know exactly what the counselors did, they clearly sought legal opposition to the work because the rest of the chapter describes the type of legal um, opposition. By the way, they also took the wrong long road and continued this type of opposition all the way through until Nehemiah's day. And one of the things, one of the lessons that we see in the Old Testament, we'll see actually in the book of Haggai when we get there, because all of this works together. We talk in the book of Haggai when we get there. That which is corrupt corrupts that which is good. That which is good doesn't sanctify that which is corrupt. All right? So here is the, the first tactic, is this tactic of friendship. And the response of this for the people, let's go back. You're probably already there, but I'm going to go back to Ezra chapter 4. Notice the response. But Zerubbabel, verse 3, And Jeshua, the rest of the chief fathers of Israel, said unto them, You have nothing to do with us. Listen, you don't serve the same God. There is nothing. We don't have common ground here. He says, You have nothing to do with us. To build the house of our God, but we ourselves together will build it unto the Lord our God of Israel, as King Cyrus and King of Persia hath commanded. They gave two reasons why they did not allow them to participate. This is a house for our God, and our God is a different God than your God. It's not a statement that God, the God of heaven, was reserved exclusively for the Jews, because many could worship the God of heaven, but rather that the God that they worshipped was not the same God as the God of the Jews. And there's a difference. The second one was this. Cyrus commanded us to build it, and so that's how we're going to do it. So the first tactic is friendship. The second tactic is intimidation or fear. Take a look at verse 4. That didn't work. So what happens in verse 4? Then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building. Now, I want you to take a look at that word, troubled them. What does that word troubled them mean? For us, it's more of a general idea. But the idea is to terrify them or intimidate them or to make them afraid. They troubled them. This probably occurred in the form of intimidation, maybe show of military force, threats, creation of opposing alliances, threats in the modern vernacular, cancellation, right? Cancel culture, rioting, vandalizing, opposing, shouting, screaming down, making people wonder what's going to come around the next corner. And they used fear. The troubled means to make them afraid. Show of force, threats, riots, vandalization, cancel culture. And then they move on. I can move through these now fairly quickly. Frustration. Verse 5. Then they hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Now, I often wonder, what were these? They, they, they hired outside contractors, counselors. By the way, this is a conspiracy. Say, so what is a conspiracy? When a group of people work together to accomplish a task here. 
And so here's what you do have. They are opposed. They're try- they tried to join. That didn't work. They tried to intimidate, make them afraid, and make them stop. Because, you know, if you just intimidate, sometimes people just buckle and they'll quit. But they didn't quit. And so now they're hiring counselors. Um, some people believe this is lawyers. I don't want to say unkind things about lawyers. But oftentimes the counsel, the people that you hire are the types of people to say, let's look into the legal aspects and see if we can find some sort of loophole in the law or something in the law that can make them stop. Let's, you know, let's take a look at the building codes and let's go back and look at, you know, let's find something that can help to make them stop. Uh, and so they did. They hired counselors, a conspiracy. While we do not know exactly what the counselors did, they clearly sought legal opposition to the work because the rest of the chapter describes the type of legal um, opposition. By the way, they also took the wrong long road and continued this type of opposition all the way through until Nehemiah's day. We think, man, if we could just get through this trouble now then everything will be good later. No, it was persistent. God intends for us to do his work cheerfully, determinately, lovingly, in spite of opposition. And opposition is the norm. It's not the exception. Now, here's here's the danger that happens to us. And this is the danger that happened to them. The danger is this, is to assume that if we're facing opposition and it isn't easy, God must not be in it anymore. Verse 24. So now, here's what you have. They hired counselors. It describes two different letters. The letters are dated later. I assume they're put in this context to show the type of opposition that would happen. But I want you to go all the way down to verse 24. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about these letters, except they sent a letter back, and they said these are rebellious people, and so they shouldn't be allowed to build. And so they look in the records, and they find, well, yes, they were sort of rebellious people. So the letters go back and forth as you're in the ancient version of the courts, trying to you know, put it in courts, try to make, him, make it cause money to pay for all the lawyers to get it all stopped. This sounds like it could be today, doesn't it? The purpose, of course, all of that is to delay. Let's take a look. Delay. Then ceased the work of the house of the God, which is at Jerusalem, verse 24. Then ceased the work of house of God, which is at Jerusalem. Why? Because they sent letters. You have sent letters being sent back and forth, legal opposition. A temporary stoppage in the work occurred. We don't know if this was absolutely necessary or because the people had become weary under the continued onslaught of opposition. There is a tendency to believe, to doubt the will of God in the face of opposition. This is clearly not what the people of God should have done here. And we find evidence in Scripture because of that. Sometimes we think everything's going to go great. And when it isn't going great or when it isn't going easy, our tendency is to quit. Or when it's taking longer than we expected, our tendency is to quit. Don't quit. Don't stop. By the way, you're, in, you're facing 
spiritual warfare, and we are in spiritual warfare. Maybe praying for the spiritual well-being of someone, or praying for the, uh, the lost soul of someone, and you think, man, finally we're there, it's going to be... Don't stop. Don't stop. Be determined to outlast the enemy. Well, the delay, so that you had this temporary delay, and I don't know if they should have stopped or whether they should have kept going or should have been only stopped for a short period of time, but their stop for a short period of time became a a stop for a long period of time because the delay became distraction. Then ceased the work of the house of the Lord of God, which is at Jerusalem. So it ceased unto the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. And we can go back in the ancient times and look at when it stopped and when it started again, 15 years. 15 years. The temple foundations had been laid Maybe some of the other stuff had been done. Everything stopped and the people went home. 15 years. Now, what kind of testimony is that to the strength and power of God? I don't think it's ever a good look when God's people give up on the mission that God gave to them. Dr. Shaw will be back with more. Stay tuned. You're listening to Dare to Stand with Dr. Kevin Shaw as we study the book of Ezra and bring you part three of a message titled, When the Enemy Attacks. Dare to Stand is a radio outreach of Northwest Valley Baptist Church. Please visit daretostand.org for more details about Dr. Shaw's church or this radio ministry. Here's Dr. Shaw to talk about an addiction recovery ministry also going on at Northwest, called Freedom That Lasts. Hello, this is Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You cannot change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom That Lasts is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addictions. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. If you would like to know more information about this important ministry, give us a call at 623-581-3115 or visit our website at daretostand.org. Go to the homepage and click the Discipleship Connections button. Thank you, Dr. Shaw. Please contact Northwest Valley Baptist Church for more details about the addiction recovery ministry called Freedom That Lasts. You can call 623 623- 581-3115 or visit nwvbc.org. Now, let's get back to Dr. Shaw as he answers his own question of whether the exiles should have given up and gone home from the rebuilding work. I'm guessing he's going to say no. You say, should they have stopped? No, they shouldn't have. You say, how do I know? Well, let's take a look. Chapter 5, verse 1. Then the prophets Haggai, this is then the prophets, Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo, prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of God, of the God of Israel, even unto them. Now this takes another book in Scripture and plugs it into the timeline of this text. 
So 15 years it stopped. They got delayed. You know, friendship didn't work. Intimidation didn't work. Counseling, you know, the the counseling, it started to work. Then they ran into legal problems. Then they got stopped for a short time, and then they got delayed. Let's turn to Haggai chapter 1. Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Mike, well, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. It's this little two-chapter book. And next week we're going to spend some time, maybe for the next couple weeks, in the book of Haggai because Haggai fits into this timeline in the story. That is the message that got preached to the people who for 15 years have quit. Here's what he says. In the second year of Darius, the king in the sixth month and the first day of the month. Wow, isn't that interesting? Ezra in the second year of Darius. Same time period, same time. Came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet and Zerubbabel unto the, uh, uh, the son of Sheltiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, saying, Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come that the Lord's house should be built. So, so here's, here's what had happened with re- regard to the distraction. God orchestrated them leaving the land of Persia. God provided all the vessels for the temple. (coughs) God provided for them to travel to Palestine. God provided for them to be able to lay the foundations of the temple. He never promised it would be easy. He never promised they'd have no opposition. But what they said is this. It's not the right... You know, we're running into problems. It It just must not be time yet. It's just not the time. Can I tell you, many people have used the excuse, it's not God's timing to disobey God's will. That's what happens here. Then came the word of the Lord, verse 3, Haggai 1. By Haggai the prophet saying, is it time for you? O you, to dwell in your sealed or paneled houses, and this house lie waste? Here's the time, it's, I, is it time for you to go home and build a nice big house for yourself? Meanwhile, God's house sits half empty. Haggai condemns these people. By the way, God does through Haggai, because this is a prophetic message given directly by God, for their misplaced priorities. And this really is important for us to remember as we finish up here. What type of excuses are you using to place your personal priorities for your life above God's priorities for your life? They gave in to the attacks of the enemy. Now, they got back on track, praise the Lord. One of the great revivals that we see in the Old Testament is in the book of Haggai. But it's something for us to ask. Is God... I find this, when I preach this, it really convicts me. Because sometimes I can be an easily distracted person. How about you? Do you find yourself distracted from God's work in your life? 
Stay tuned. Dr. Shaw will be back to pray about this with us in a moment. You're listening to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry outreach of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, where our teacher, Dr. Kevin Shaw, serves as senior pastor. Northwest Valley Baptist Church is located at 4030 West Yorkshire Drive in Glendale. That's just south of the 101 at 40th Avenue. Sunday worship service is at 9.30 a.m. Adult Bible studies and Sunday school for all ages are at 11 a.m. And Sunday evening service is at 6 p.m. Child care is provided for all services. Wednesday evening activities include prayer meetings, children's and teens programs. Northwest Valley Baptist Church also offers a quality traditional Christian education for your children, grades K-12, through at Arrowhead Christian Academy, located right on the church property at 40th Avenue and Yorkshire Drive. For more details about the church, kids' programs, this radio broadcast, or to register your kids for Arrowhead Christian Academy, please visit www.daretostand.org or call 623-581-3115. Do you enjoy listening to this radio program? Well, please consider supporting Dare to Stand with a tax-deductible donation of any amount. Visit daretostand.org and follow the link to the church website at nwvbc.org, where you can also download free copies of Pastor Shaw's sermons. Call us at Northwest and let us minister to you personally in any way we can. Call 623-581-3115 today. Remember, you can listen to Dare to Stand on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. on this same radio station. And you're always welcome to visit Northwest Valley Baptist Church in person for Sunday morning services at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday evening teaching and discipleship at 6 p.m. I'm Celeste Montague, encouraging you to tune in next time as we continue a study in the book of Ezra with a message called, Consider Your Ways. Now, here's Dr. Shaw to pray with us, and do join us next time for more right here on Dare to Stand. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we understand that we have been given a task. And it's an important task. Lord, help us to stay on task. Lord, help us to be willing, Lord, to avoid the compromise that would undermine our work for you. Lord, help us to be willing to stand firm and brave in the face of intimidation and fear tactics. Lord, in the face of intimidation and fear tactics, help us, Lord, not to lose our own testimony, but speak kindly and love and in, in love and in the truth. And Lord, as your enemies gather together and conspire against your work, Lord, help us not to give in when things get difficult. Even when we get delayed for a short period of time, Lord, help us to keep at it. And Lord, help us not to be distracted by trouble on one side and temptation on the other. 
Lord, help us keep our focus. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.